That is the sound of Dayenu, and it is one of the most iconic songs in the traditional Passover Seder service. This one comes from YouTube, and it's part of a virtual Seder that I'll tell you more about later on in the show. A similar version of this song might be played on Friday at the first ever Seder being organized by the Reform Jewish Community of Canada, specifically for unaffiliated Jews who live in the Atlantic region. Rabbi N. Saritsky is the Canadian rabbi behind the historic pilot project to establish the first Reform congregation east of Montreal. Their first event is a virtual Seder, and it's all online because of COVID and because of the sheer geographical challenge of the Atlantic region that would make bringing everybody to Halifax impossible. But Rabbi Saritsky thinks there's a big need for this kind of virtual outreach for Jews who can't or don't want to be the traditional synagogue building kind of congregation. And I think that right now Judaism is at a crisis point. Today, the reform movement voted to close down the rabbinic program in Cincinnati. Why did they vote that? Because buildings, we have become a religious community that focuses on buildings. And we are realizing that we need to move away from buildings towards people. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Wednesday, April the 13th, 2022. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Historically, the Reformed Jewish movement in Canada has been centered mainly in Toronto and in Montreal, where Rabbi N. Saritsky comes from. Now, after working as a rabbi in Louisville, Kentucky, the rabbi and their family joined thousands of people last summer who decided to immigrate to Nova Scotia during the pandemic. And Saritsky discovered many Jewish newcomers who were looking to connect, including Russians and Israeli Jews, interfaith couples, LGBTQ Jews, and those Jews who simply don't fit in at the dozen conservative and orthodox synagogues and chavuras in the Atlantic region. The Reformed Jewish Community of Canada has given Saritsky their blessing, and so far, 25 families have asked to participate in the Zoom Seder. Coming up, the rabbi will tell us why they're taking Reformed Judaism out to where the people are, instead of the old model of a brick-and-mortar place to worship. But first... Here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. I'm Corinne Krapel in Toronto, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like. A high-profile Ottawa lawyer has agreed to represent one of the organizers of the recent Truckers Freedom Convoy. Lawrence Greenspan's been hired by Tamara Litch. She's been charged with mischief and counselling, among other things, for her part in leading the three-week-long occupation of the nation's capital. Litch was arrested on February 13th and released from jail on March 7th. As part of her bail conditions, she was ordered to stay off social media and have no contact with the other co-accused. Litch is fighting this because she says she poses no danger to the public and she has no previous criminal record. Greenspan says he agrees these bail conditions are too harsh and could even go against the Charter of Rights about freedom of expression. And Rabbi Saritsky joins us now from Halifax, and so does one of the people who'll be at that Seder on Zoom, Jenna Risky Jacobson. Her family founded Halifax's conservative shul, but they're now stalwarts at the Reform Holy Blossom Temple in Toronto. Great Thank to you. meet you all. Congratulations. Happy Passover in, a, in advance. We're recording this a couple of days before Passover. I want to start with you, Rabbi, if I may, and bring you in to sort of tell us how this initiative came about. I was very happy to be back in Canada, my home country, and loving Nova Scotia. And during the time that I was here, I was working also part-time 
um, and full-time as a social worker and as a therapist. And I became aware of this lack of options for liberal progressive Jews living in the Atlantic provinces. So there is one conservative synagogue, several Orthodox synagogues, a couple of uh, informal groupings of people, but there's nothing reform available. So while Reform Judaism is the largest and oldest denomination in North America, there's nothing in Atlantic Canada. The closest synagogue is either in Maine or in Montreal, which is actually my home congregation where I was first born and raised. And in conversation with the Atlantic Jewish Council, when they learned that I was here, they started sending me referrals of people who could not get their religious needs met by the existing rabbis or synagogues in the Atlantic provinces. Perhaps they were part of interfaith families, perhaps there was one, uh, one Russian immigrant who um, was choosing, their family was choosing to be cremated and they couldn't find a rabbi to officiate at the funeral. And so I agreed to do that. And when I did, it was being live streamed to Israel for the family in Israel because the family had made Aliyah before coming to Canada. And I became aware that there needed to be another option. I reached out to the rabbi in Montreal, Rabbi Grushko, who I went to school with at McGill and then later on. And she also told me that there were many people who were reaching out to her. So recognizing that there was this need and in dialogue with other people, I came to understand that there's several hundred Jews, many of whom are interfaith, who in interfaith relationships or um, who are just not feeling called to, or comfortable within a conservative or orthodox synagogue, who were really looking for a resource. And so the idea of creating this online community emerged as a result of that. Perfect. And what about your experience, Jenna? You are with the last name like Jacobson, it's a well-known, you know, Atlantic Canadian name. Um, what was your experience and why did this speak to you? So I had a community here, but I, you know, traveling and seeing all the different communities, reform Judaism, really stressing the values and including, I married a German, ended up uh, married a non-Jewish German, a reform rabbi from the States, my uncle, married us. And from the get-go, we formed a Jewish family. So that's where we as a family were most welcome. And it's what I'm the most comfortable with. Well, what I was going to say, thank you so much, Jenna, for sharing all that. And I think that Jenna's story really reflects a dynamic, first of all, that when non-Jewish members of a family feel included, welcomed, treated the same, that they have the same level of inclusion and capacity to participate in services, that that actually makes the entire family feel more welcome and more desiring to establish roots. And that's one thing that I've observed through my rabbinate as well. But the other thing that I think is unique of my story as well as Jenna's story and several others 
is that all of the Atlantic provinces right now are experiencing this massive historic influx of people moving to not just the Maritimes, but all of Atlantic Canada, but definitely Nova Scotia has been especially prominent. And so you see more and more people who are not affiliated and who are coming looking for a community that is progressive. And so it's really a good time to be establishing a new community. So we have to, you know, talk about what the Seder is going to look like. Um, this will air, you know, just you are more than welcome to attend. I want to register because, you know, maybe we'll zoom in with you. Uh, that would be fun. Yeah, it'll be 530 your time. So it's yeah, okay. no, I'll be scrambling around the kitchen, but it'll be we'll fun. inspire you and get you in the mood. <laughs> Thank you. Tell us what it's going to look like. So the vision is less that everybody reads and more there's going to be like a PowerPoint of some of those, the prayers so that everyone can participate in their own way. And then there'll be opportunities for people through the chat to share some of their own memories. So I tend to look at, for example, maror, not just as an object, like the bitter herb, but also what does bitterness represent to you? And to really give people a chance to fulfill the commandment that every person is supposed to feel as if they themselves were liberated from ancient bondage and slavery. My goal is to connect people to all of those resources as well as the new traditions. So for example, there's a ton of new traditions happening right now. Do we do olives for Ukraine? Um, for example, uh, surely you know the story of the orange or bread for queer liberation. Um, definitely as a queer rabbi myself, I am who identifies as non-binary. I'm working to ensure that that uh, liberation from all of the labels and prejudices and biases that oppress people is also reflected in our Seder. Now, we did have some parts that were assigned from some of, again, remember, we, this is our first event. So we are still just building, building the, the bridges. And um, while we do have many people who've already RSVP'd, I had reached out to some people to say, would you like to participate? And we had, I mentioned, uh, uh, several kids who were going to be reading the four questions, but who came down with COVID and I just found out today are not going to be able to participate. So I'm still figuring out that particular piece um, in terms of the four questions, but it'll be an opportunity to hear old favorites as well as new readings and new insights on the Seder, as well as to connect. It'll also be short. So it'll be with English, and the goal is to be done within an hour. There is still time to register for this virtual Seder, and you don't have to be in the Atlantic region. The link is in our show notes. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Jamie Goodfriend of Toronto. He's with CP24 News. And we'll end with more music from that Dayenu YouTube video I played off the top. But it's actually a clip from something called Seder Night in Canada. The Songshul produces it. It's a virtual Seder. It launches on YouTube on Wednesday. And it has performances by big stars like Neil Sedaka and the Maccabees and Jackie Richardson. Michael Landsberg, formerly of TSN, is the host. The link to watch it is in our show notes. Let's